Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So it's definitely, definitely worth the trip. And, the, you know, you just opened yesterday. Yesterday was your grand opening. Where do you see this going? I mean, you just started. You have all these animals and reptiles and how... It, it becomes one of those things I would think that you want to get big enough that you can, like you said, it's an educational center. You want to get people and kids educated and excited about learning about this, but you don't want to get too big that you kind of lose that that personal touch, I would think. Right, yeah. The grand opening went phenomenal. A lot of people showed up, and it's great to see all the support, um, especially since we opened at Enfield. I think at least half the town of Enfield showed up today. <laughs> it was a great showing of, of, of town and community. Um, yeah, I mean, this is my first time owning a facility this size, so we'll kind of see where it goes. But it's all about education and conservation. Um, I want to share my passion and love of these animals with everybody. I want them to understand why these animals are important parts of our ecosystem. Uh, we're still doing outreach programs. There, of course, during COVID, we couldn't do outreach programs. We were pretty much just stuck with virtual, which is fine as well. But there's nothing like in-person outreach programs where the kids and people attending the programs can touch and interact with the animals um so we're just we're getting that out there we're also going to start doing pretty soon uh, as soon as the the state allows we're going to do in-house birthday parties uh so if you don't want kids trashing your house you can come on to the riverside reptile education center and we have a large classroom uh, where we'll do a reptile presentation for the party and then the kids and adults get to walk around and check out all the animals we have here um, and as soon as schools start doing field trips again, we, we really want to get schools in here. Um, we'll have special uh, classes for them as well. Now, with, you've been doing this a little bit, you know, playing with yeah. reptiles, if we will. Now, like <laughs> I said, one of my kids is all about it. The other one, it was funny that just the other day there was a little spider and he called his little brother over to come take care of the spider. Do you see kids that, you know, are a little bit more timid when they come to this, you know, they come to the nature center and, do they leave with, a li- I don't want to say a little bit more of appreciation, but they're not as scared. They kind of understand it. So they, you know, they're more approachable to these animals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, usually, I mean, to be honest with you, kids are a lot easier to change their opinion on, on a- these animals than adults are. Usually most adults are kind of set in their ways and, you know, it takes them a while to, to warm up to a tarantula or a snake. Most kids, as long as you get down to their level and, talk about why this animal is important and how it's not going to hurt you and you, before you know it they're holding a snake or touching a lizard um it's just it's kind of the unknown for them they don't know a lot about it and, and 
some of the stuff they do know about these animals is usually from uh, from movies or cartoons that aren't really portraying the truth about them. Yeah, I mean, not not every lizard or every snake or every spider is venomous. You know, there's a very small portion, but unfortunately, those are the ones that get sensationalized in, in like I said, movies right. and film. And a lot of these reptiles and animals are a little bit more accustomed to warmer weather. What are the complications you have to deal with with being in New England and Enfield and the northern part of Connecticut? You know, it gets cold. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the trickiest part. I mean, I'm kind of jealous when I see, um, you know, I know people that have reptile exhibits down in Florida and Georgia, and they just have this beautiful landscape yard and all these outdoor enclosures. I'm just uh, sometimes I get really, really jealous that you really have, you know, maybe three or four months of warm weather where we can put some of the animals outside. Um, but it's, it's it's a little bit tricky for so for the alligator. Um, we have a heater for her pool. Uh, alligators, they're fine if the waters get below, you know, 70 degrees, but they go into a state of torpor, which means they'll sit underwater and kind of sleep, mm -hmm. um, which isn't very entertaining for the public to come here. So we keep her water a little bit warmer in the winter so she's active and moves around. So it gives something, you know, people want to see a moving alligator, not a sleeping alligator. Um, but yeah, the electricity bill is, is not really great <laughs> sometimes. Uh, but it, you know, I'm I'm pretty we're pretty used to it here. You know, because that's one of the things me and my wife did a long time ago, and unfortunately, it closed Catskill Game Farm. You know, that was oh yeah, I remember going there as a child. Yeah. That that was one of those places. You know, that you you remember going to as a kid, as I'm sure that kids will remember. You know, coming to the Riverside Reptile Educations. Oh, they'll tell you know they're going to tell the stories. You know, I like me and my wife used to go and we'd get there early. You know, we'd be mm -hmm. like the first ones in the parking lot, have breakfast as the sun would come up because the animals were out eating. It was feeding time. They're the most excited to see people because there's been nothing going on all night. Do you know, is there a good time? Are the lizards and like I said, the alligator, like what's the prime time that these and are, you know, the nocturnal animals? It's got to be tough to deal with that. And, you know, like I said, have people come in and have the animals alert and exciting for the visitors. Yeah, um, it, it depends. Uh, you know, some animals are more conditioned to eating in the morning. If you want to see the tortoises eat, you know, come close to opening. We're open from 10 to 5 daily. So uh, as long as you got here between 10 and 12, I'd say, the tortoises are pretty active and they're not sleeping yet. Um, so they're moving around eating. The, the snakes, it's hard to tell. They're not really on a, on a cycle. Mm -hmm. um, some are more active than others. Uh, the alligator is active pretty much throughout the entire day. There's people here. She's very curious. Uh, she's always swimming around looking at people. Um, our green mamba, actually, we have a western green mamba, absolutely gorgeous snake, um, always very alert. She's always watching and, and getting close to the glass and looking at people. Uh, they have excellent vision, actually. Um, in drop her drop, she's definitely the most venomous thing we have here. We also have a king cobra. Um, who usually pretty much sleeps during most of the day, but she moves around. So sometimes it's, 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 it's tough to say who's going to be moving, who's going to be sleeping, but uh, feeding usually is before noon for most of the animals. This is one of those places that I feel you know families can go to and understand that these animals aren't something to be afraid of. They're something to be cherished and respected and learned about that – we're all in this giant globe flying through space together. So it doesn't hurt to learn a little right. bit about it. So no, it doesn't at all. You know, I, I always ask people this, you just opened up. If people are coming to visit this week or next week, what's one thing that you want them to take away after their visit? Um, 
just a better appreciation for for these animals and not to be scared of them um, and kind of just kind of understand why why they're here and why they're important parts of the ecosystem. Um, that's pretty much the biggest thing I want them to take away from this and maybe kind of pique their interest. You know, we get, you know, lots of kids coming through here. And if I can just motivate one of them um, to be a scientist or a biologist, they don't have to go into to the study of reptiles and amphibians. They can um, go into physics. They can go into uh, astrophysics or whatever they want to do, as long as it's science related, because we definitely need more scientists in this world, especially in the United States. So if I can encourage any kid to follow that path, I've done my job. And there's nothing wrong with that. So now if people want more information, Brian, where can we send them? Is there a website, a Facebook, Instagram? What do you guys got where you can send people to get some more information about hours and stuff like that? Yeah, they can go to our website, which is RiversideReptilesEducationCenter.com. They can follow us on Facebook as well. Uh, We're open daily from 10 to 5. Uh, if you want uh, to reserve your tickets, we are selling time tickets online. We also will be selling uh, tickets at the door. Uh, I know sometimes it's hard to figure out these online things, and so if it's too confusing, just show up. We'll make sure we, we'll get you in. It's a 13,000-square-foot building, so there's plenty of room for everybody. Thank you very much, sir. Again, it's you know Thank a, you so much. a place that everyone needs to visit, RiversideReptilesEducationCenter.com. Brian Kleinman. Thank you for doing what you do and just letting kids understand and families understand that these animals are here with us. They're not all out to hurt us like they do in the movies. Remember, great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 